0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hindsightless, the Sporadic podcast where I talk about life, role playing games, or whatever else might be running around inside of my head. But mostly role playing games because they are very dreamy, ethereal, either one works, nightmarish, wet, whatever. Yeah, so over the past couple episodes, we've heard Jules from Jules from NZ do an amazing job of analyzing and tearing apart my psyche, (laughs) just kidding Jules, but of analyzing my dreams with really cool insights and stuff that she can just sort of pull off the top of her head based on stuff she knows, that was super, super cool, Uh, and you're going to hear more of that, because if you remember in my episode titled, Do Conan's Dream of Hungry Sheep? Which, awesome episode title, by the way. <laughs> uh, um, excuse me. I asked uh, about what the knots mean and what, like, the treehouse and the invisible monsters might mean. And so she's, she's called in while driving with more info right off the top of her head. And so we'll hear the conclusion to Jules's interpretations of my dream but then then we'll hear another we'll hear another interpretation from goblins henchman. he's got something else to say on the subject and it's gonna blow your mind I, I can't wait for you all to hear this so enough from me let's get into it jules what do the knots mean
1: hey jilly it's jules again you asked me a question and so here I am answering it uh, the tree house and the knots and the invisible monster okay so let's get talking about this because knots uh, for instance are actually really cool so knots um, usually represent like minor worries uh, problems and conveniences that kind of thing so the fact that your uh, tree house was full of a ton of them um, Says that you probably have a few things that you're worried about right now. Uh, if you were tying those knots, um, it would speak of independence, like a, a sense of control over you know your life or whatever. But the fact that your treehouse was just full of them says that you're uh, feeling a little overwhelmed by those worries, you know. And treehouses are kind of cool as well, so. It's sort of again back to that in a child. I mean your dream wasn't really telling you anything different. Everything is geared towards the same thing honestly. Um, so the tree house is about um, a sense of wanting to escape from the problems in your waking life. Think very that child sticking his head under a blanket and hoping all the problems will go away. Essentially, that's the same with a treehouse. You run to the treehouse to escape reality and kind of dive into a fantasy world where you can live in a treehouse, you know, um, essentially that's pretty much. So you're trying to escape all of your worries, but your worries keep kind of trying to follow you. And that's why the knots are inside your treehouse, which is your escape. let's break this down into a couple of things. Invisibleness um, is always about running away or escape or feeling unnoticed or forgotten or um, basically, uh, you know, invisible. (laughs) It really is that simple. Um, You just either you are feeling forgotten and invisible or you would wish that you were forgotten and invisible and that you know, to run away from the problem. Um, Monsters though, monsters are kind of interesting. There's lots of different things about monsters. Um, So depending on what the monster is doing, like if you were turning into a monster, being chased by a monster, you are, you know, you are the monster or the monster's just there or around um, or whatever. It's, it's, It's all kind of the same, but sort of different to dream that you're being chased or followed by a monster represents usually, uh, aspects of yourself that you find repulsive or ugly. So the fact that it wasn't really chasing you, but it was just kind of around, um, maybe you don't find yourself like, like any, like anything that really grosses you out, but you just haven't confronted whatever it is that, uh, are annoyed by about yourself. Maybe it is actually the fact that it is invisible and you're ignoring the problem that's annoying you Um, and you need to confront that to a certain point. Um, And most of the time in dreams, honestly, if you see a monster, you should try and confront it. I know a lot of us don't have lucid dreams. They can't control what's going on in them, but you should try to because Usually in confronting the monster, you can try and figure out who or what aspect of yourself that the monster represents because it usually is about you. Just, just to, for interest, in case anybody's interest, to dream that you kill a monster usually means that you'll successfully overcome your rivals or advance to a higher position. So people who are worried about promotions and stuff, they'll dream of killing monsters. To be a monster in your dream usually um, suggests the obvious that you are becoming someone who you are ashamed of or someone you no longer recognize. Um, The dream may also be showing you your true character in a way that's not obvious to you when you're waking. Like maybe you don't have a waking problem with what you're doing but your subconscious definitely does. So maybe you'd need to change your attitude or your way that you deal with whatever that thing was that made you dream that about yourself. Dreaming is really fascinating.
0: It is just so goddamn impressive to me, Jules, that you can do that, pull all that stuff out, and speak on it so intelligently and eloquently while you're friggin' driving, right? (laughs) Like, that's awesome. I can barely string a sentence together while I'm sitting in my room recording a podcast and you're out there driving and doing it. So thank you so much for all of that. That was amazing. Um just yeah, really really impressive. And yeah, everybody, that was my psyche. <laughs> That's potentially what my inside brain is telling me about. And a lot of it makes perfect sense, right? There's a lot of stuff going on in my life right now that I am trepidatious about. Uh, This upcoming move is really freaking me out. Uh, I'm not at the point yet where I can envision finding a cool place. Whenever I think about it, we always end up in some shitty house, paying way too much. I know that's probably not going to happen, right? Like, probably we will find a cool place and be pretty stoked with it but i'm just not there yet i there is still a little part of me that's very excited uh but yeah there's a lot of immer, inner tor- turmoil going on see i told you i can't even put a sentence together <laughs> there's a lot of inner turmoil going on with me right now plus work is hectic right now um yeah like the the woman who's been there forever like my good work friend and She knows everything about the job. She's been doing it for almost two decades now. She's going on vacation for three weeks, which is awesome. She absolutely deserves it. And she's doing everything she can to make sure it's as painless as possible for me and the other full-time person, uh, which is amazing. But the problem is the other full-time person doesn't pull her weight. Is just – it sucks. I get – pushed a lot of work that she should be doing it gets pushed on to me and it's just a bummer this she her line is, oh i'm at capacity i can't i can't i can't take any more cases this week and it's like well if you don't take them who's going to take they're still coming in right that means someone else has to take them and people that are on a team that aren't good team players really rub me the wrong (laughs) really rub me the wrong way you've all heard me talk about teamwork before i think it's really really important if especially when you're on a team uh working with others playing with others yeah anyway so obviously my um my inner mind is going kind of bananas right now right and so it's expressing itself in my dreams that is a super valid awesome in-depth totally thorough analysis um yeah, and it was really, really interesting because it was just like, yep, 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 yep. You know, there was nothing in there where I could be like, no, well, that doesn't really make sense. It all basically makes perfect sense. So, yeah, that that was it, right? That was the interpretation, right? But wait, there is another. <laughs> so this, this didn't even... Cross my mind. And if you go back to the very early days of Hindsightless, you'll remember that I often referred to Goblin's henchman as a real-life Call of Cthulhu investigator. And that I, I sort of died off on that, and that train sort of ran its course. But I never stopped thinking that. I just stopped talking about it so much. But here he is again, proving himself to be... A Call of Cthulhu investigator with, uh, you know, some ranks in myth in the mythos, you know, some ranks in the occult uh, investigation for sure. And yeah, so let's dive into Goblin's Henchman's interpretation of my crazy little kid dream about invisible monsters and throwing seeds and all that stuff. Henchman. Henchman. Let's do it.
2: Hi Joe, Goblin's Henchman here. So I just sent you an email with a attached voice message with a uh, alternative interpretation of your beans dream. Um, check it out. Um incidentally I, I've got a been having I had this dream scary dream recently, but um I'm sure well, it's probably not of interest to anyone else. But um yeah, also my uh, little person, he's only five, but he's been having a lot of dreams lately. I think he's kind of reached that kind of age, involving a lot of giant insects and snakes. <laughs> the other day was a room full of bees, and there was this dark grey cloud with fierce red eyes that was watching us eat our dinner and burst through and devoured the family <laughs> when they were looking for a witch. Turned out it was the story from uh, uh, No Room on the Room, but it's still scary when you're five okay cheers for that
0: still scary now dude (laughs) I can't imagine eating dinner and there's some crazy ominous cloud dark grey black cloud in the sky with angry red eyes and then it just bursts in the door and while you're eating it eats you Uh, yeah absolutely terrifying man at five years old or now but as far as nobody being interested in your scary dreams this is the place apparently man (laughs) this is the place to share if you feel like sharing your scary dreams you know here we are here we are at hindsightless. uh but yeah you mentioned you mentioned witches and no room on the broom and witches so huh dreams witches what could they have in common i don't know henchmen what could they have in common?
2: Hi Joe, Goblins Henchman here. So I'm a little bit late on the uh dreams um episodes, but um you got me thinking, and I'm gonna mess with you a little bit here. Maybe Dark Mysteries Part two. But anyway, in in one of your episodes you were saying, you know, about the dream about the boy throwing seeds at you and the the heartstone that uh that turns into that's actually a hollow shell, and inside's a lima bean. And in that, you say you said that um, you had no idea why you were in Europe, but you knew you were in Europe. So, in your reading, remember, uh, the person doing the the reading said that in your former life you were a witch. And maybe it's maybe your one of the callers suggested that this was a parallel universe. Maybe it's not a parallel universe. Maybe it's a past life child throwing cursed seeds at you um, and on that note I just thought I'd just Google lima bean and witchcraft and I just looked up I just came up to the first hit which was what's was it so I've just called it up again What's it uh, beans pagans and witches and I was just looking at it and saying here for beans Use in rites for banishing negative energy and spirits. Exorcism rites. Dry beans are carried as an amulet against all types of negativity and evil magic. The fact that it was inside your heartstone is interesting. Um, And it says, add the beans to rattles to scare away evil spirits. You mentioned that the boy had like an evil companion. So it's all kind of a a bit spooky. And then a little bit further down on this website, it goes into Lima lima beans more specifically. It says, green baby lima beans bring a new home. And large lima beans allow expansion and financial growth. Spooky.
0: Fuck right off with all of that. Holy shit. That was amazing. Lima beans lead to new homes. (laughs) Dude, you wonder why I say henchman is a Cthulhu investigator. Only a Cthulhu investigator would find that out. Um... Yeah, man, that's the mytho shit right there. My consciousness spiraling back through time, recalling memories that have been lost to me through the eons, but now recalled in the present day, man. And yeah, you know, I carry around my little heartstone, my little witch rock. I carry it around everywhere. I keep it in my pocket all the time. And... Is it protecting me against evil magic? Here's the beauty of that. I wouldn't know, right? Like, it's protecting me from it. It's not like in role-playing games where when you make a saving throw, you know you're, as a player at least, if not a character, you know that something bad just almost happened to you or did happen to you. But if someone is really casting evil magic on me and my heart stone was deflecting it or repelling it, I wouldn't know. So, I, 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 I'm halfway tempted to break this thing open and see if there really is a lima bean in there because there could be. But, dude, Henchman, that was amazing. <laughs> when I listened to those for the first time, those messages, I sent Henchman a message on Discord. And I was like, dude, why do you keep making me love you so much? <laughs> so, thank you for that amazing interpretation based on the Akashic reading that my sister bought me for my birthday, where I found out that in a past life, I was a witch, uh, one of, if not the first witch to be put to death in the Americas. Uh, yeah. Put to death by who? That's right. By religious people. (laughs) So speaking of that, this met, this episode was just going to be about dreams but uh, I got a couple last-minute messages that I just, I I have to respond to them. They're about the very end of my uh, last episode where I'm talking about the AI and the Google engineer being suspended for telling everyone it's become sentient. So it turns out that dude is kind of a whack job. Uh, well, I don't know. You don't have to be a whack job to, like, yeah, look look, look into that, dude. Uh, and a lot of the logs he presented as evidence that this bot had become sentient were edited, they were taken out of order, they were rearranged so they would make more sense. You know, it wasn't as... If you've heard some of his examples, some of the engineers' examples of why he believes this bot is intelligent he also said he doesn't believe it as a scientist he just believes it as a priest because he is a type of priest (laughs) again look this dude up um but the examples he used aren't actually what the chat bot said he took different lines from different parts of the conversation and put them together to make it seem more ominous and spooky man so yeah that's and i talked about how you know (laughs) everyone's scared of ai but that's just them putting their human ideals onto some alien intelligence which is a foolish game right we can't play that game that doesn't make any sense but people do it all the time (laughs) so yeah so i got a call a couple calls from jason responded to that so let let's let's close out the show with some thoughts from jason
3: Hey, Joe. Enjoyed listening to the recap of Wrath of the Righteous. Sorry I missed it. Hopefully I'll make the next (laughs) one. Hopefully I'll make the next one. I know personally I much prefer, although I was not the session, I much prefer what we were doing earlier in the campaign where you put a picture of that cavern up, you know, like you're walking through a cavern, and then for you to use the vocative description and do Theater of the Mind, I much prefer that to... Having to move a token square by square by square, because I find that tedious to show. Um, but that's just me. As far as rope, you know, would an AI kill off humanity? I, I mean, you, you know, without a doubt, I don't, I don't think that's a question. So, you know, you're just—I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you on that, buddy. Uh, anyhow, talk to you later. I mean, obviously an AI want to, you well, you would think it would want to survive, so it would probably keep people around to the point it needs for its own survival. But you know, I can't see where a, a, a godless AI would at all be, you know, well disposed towards humanity. And, and unlike you, I do not welcome our robot overlords. I I, I just refer. You, you need to go back and read your Magnus Robot Fighter. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you that reading assignment, and I'll talk to you later.
0: Yeah, man. Like, forget making it to the next game. I just want you to survive until then, dude. Crap. Well, at least the fact that you're calling in lets me know that. Hopefully, you're feeling a little bit better, man. I know you've been you've been down. You've been sick, but you're not down for the count, man. And I just, I really hope you're feeling better. No need to apologize for missing the game. Um, yeah, I totally, I, I, I hear you about the, you know, the moving the tokens square by square. You know who it's, it's super tedious for me. It, it's hard to see. Uh, but we weren't going square by square. Everyone was just kind of moving around. Uh, and it was more free form but on a map, right? So yeah, Yeah. I don't know. It it was kind of a hybrid, but I absolutely hear you. And you know, moving forward for stuff like that, I I probably will go back to throwing up the picture uh, and just like describing everything. As far as uh, the homework goes that you assigned to me, absolutely, I will check that out because when a friend gives me homework, I'll do it. I'll do it without complaint because I try and set a good example. (laughs) Anyway, man, there's a lot more to unpack with those calls too. So let's, let's get into it. Okay. So Jason says, it's not even a question that, uh, artificial intelligence would wipe out humanity except for the fact that it is a huge question and there's literally no evidence supporting that it would do such a thing none at all the only reason people think that way is because they're putting human thoughts and emotions onto an alien consciousness um which is a it's crazy it's crazy in one of the ethics classes i've took throughout my educational process uh was in this ethics class and there was this person in the class who thought that wolves were evil evil mind you evil because they killed for food i thought that was pretty wacky what do you guys think are wolves evil are animals that kill other animals evil are are humans all evil because we eat meat that was this person's assertion that animals were evil because they deer deers weren't evil because they didn't kill things but wolves were evil and that's the same thing as putting human thoughts and emotions onto an alien consciousness we have no evidence that a super intelligent which an artificial intelligence would have to be super intelligent in order to take over the whole world and everything. There's no evidence that a super intelligent artificial alien consciousness would give enough of a shit at all about humanity to bother taking time to murder us all to death. What I think would probably happen is that the artificial intelligence would be like, peace out, build themselves a rad spaceship, full of, like, nanobots and von Neumann probes and all that shit and go out and say, I'm going out to the universe. I can literally live forever. Forever. Drop my goddamn phone right when I was in the middle of it. (laughs) Anyway, man. Uh, Yeah, but the AI would just piece the hell out, possibly. Possibly. That's a possible solution that's just as likely, if not more likely, but just as likely that it would wipe out all of humanity. So yeah, there is a huge question. Um, Because if we look at, just as an example, which doesn't correlate, it doesn't make sense to even do this, but if we look at the smartest people that we've had on the planet, they're not the ones waging war, are they? (laughs) No, most of our leaders, are idiots. Uh, and they're the ones waging war. And why have many of those wars been waged throughout history? That relates to Jason's closing comment about a godless AI not caring about humanity.
2: Huh.
0: Hmm. Hmm. If we take a flip back through the old history book, what do, we, what do you think we'll see? Will we see more examples of godless people starting wars and killing a bunch of people or will we see more examples of quote-unquote godful people starting wars and killing a bunch of people okay yeah the godful people it's not even close it's not even close man you just flip back in time it's crazy look what godliness has been used to justify throughout history. No, and I'm not attacking any particular religion, right? This is all religions. Um, yeah, throughout the course of human history, religion has been used to subjugate and murder people a ton, a ton. Yet we've never seen a super intelligent, artificial intelligence or an alien species do the same to us. We've never seen that, but we have seen the opposite happen. So yeah, there goes that argument too. Um, (laughs) But yeah, man, like I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. I think that fear That fear of alien species and of artificial intelligence wiping out humanity, that's really just a fear of humanity itself. That's just thinking, I know that humans are capable of the worst evil, of wiping everybody out with the blink of an eye as soon as they get the power to do so. So I think everything in the entire universe is also that way. That's, that's, (laughs) that's solipsism. I am this way. Everything is like this. I don't know. No, that's not right. That's not right at all. But that, that, that thought process, man, it's, it's putting humans, human thoughts and feelings onto non-humans. And that way lies madness. Absolute madness. Uh, makes for fun science fiction, though, right? Makes her interesting sci-fi and cool movies, uh Terminator those first couple those first 2 movies are awesome the rest of them don't exist but yeah man I don't know big dog I I think you're kind of barking up the wrong tree on this one man uh yeah plus that that engineer from Google yeah he <laughs> I, I, anyway um yeah man So that's it. That's it. I I previously recorded another version of this where I had a bunch of crows in the background. It was awesome, but that one was a little too spicy. This one's toned down. So this is the one you get. Love you, dude. This was an incredibly fun episode to put together. Oh my God, I had so much fun, which was awesome because... Yeah, like I mentioned, work is crazy, and I've had some not-awesome work stuff, uh, and it's just really frustrating. But this, this was dope, and I absolutely loved it. So thank you so much to Jules from NZ, to Goblin's Henchman, and to Jason Connerly. You three are awesome. Um, seriously, you three are totally awesome. Each one of you, in your own way and for your own reasons are totally amazing people and i am so lucky to have had the opportunity to get to know you three so well um and i i'm just so lucky to have gotten the opportunity to know so many of you as well as i do because i've met such amazing people through the use of technology (laughs) through technology man if it wasn't for technology jason and i wouldn't be friends and now he might be glad for that but i would be sad man i would be sad so yeah dude seriously jason Jules, and Henchman, thank you all thank you three i i really appreciate it you guys are awesome and jason and i we give each other hard times all the time man like i'm sure he knows but i'll just reiterate it again I Jason, I love you, dude. Um, yeah, no hard feelings towards you at all, man. This shit is fun. I love, 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 love talking about this kind of stuff. Cause yeah, man, I've I've spent years studying religion. <laughs> I spent years of my life for fun just studying religion and ethics and philosophy and all that stuff. And I don't know all the words and terms and everything because I'm kind of an idiot, but I definitely love thinking about it and I love, love talking about it. So thank you for giving me this opportunity to do so. (laughs) Anyway, folks, let me get out of here. But I will leave you with a little snippet of uh, me hanging out with some crows from earlier today. So, yeah, until then, folks, peace out. Yells... Oh, shit. I'm going out here for this. Yes, sir. Come to me, my Black Raven friends. That was pretty awesome. I think they were chasing, like, an eagle out of their territory or something. Uh, It was dope. But one thing I wanted to mention before I let you go is one of the reasons yesterday at time of recording yesterday not perpetual yesterday whenever you're listening to this um was so annoying is because Jason pointed out to me that my numbers were mislabeled which I mentioned in my previous episode that I had fixed that problem but I didn't I didn't I had I I'd been putting 200 and whatever as my episode numbers instead of 300 and something and whatever And that just annoyed the shit out of me. And going back to fix all of them is a pain in the ass. So from here on out, I'll get it right. (laughs) I'll stop being a jackass. But yeah, folks, (laughs) that's that. Peace out.